0: hi i'm beth and this is my podcast a friend in your ear friends are so important in our lives they support us through the good and the bad the ups and the downs they give us the space to grow and the grace to fail they are our biggest cheerleaders when we are our harshest critics they are not just here for us but they're here with us and that's what this podcast is all about being a friend in your ear I'm a lawyer turned stylist and fashion blogger who built a successful styling business. And now I work from home running an online business. I spend a lot of time reading books, listening to audiobooks and listening to podcasts. My favorite podcasts offer me advice, comfort, support, wisdom and fun when my real life friends are busy. And this is a place where I can take what I've learned and deliver it in a way that hopefully makes your life easier, gives you something to ponder and brings a little joy to your day. Think of this as a chat with a friend, a place where you can come to reminisce for nostalgia, a giggle and a place to find answers to something that might be bothering you. So whether you're out on a run or a walk, on the school run, being a taxi to your kids or grandkids, on a Zoom meeting with your microphone muted or sitting with a glass of something cold in your hand, welcome to the A Friend in Your Ear podcast. Before we start, I'd like to thank the amazing team at 8.8 for editing the podcast. I'd also like to thank Nikki for the music which accompanies the podcast. You can find Nikki on Instagram at 40 and on Spotify at Nikki Nicola. Hi, I hope you're really well. It's lovely to be back with you today for a new episode of A Friend in Your Ear. This is episode 15, five things that might help when life is tough. And it is taken from one of my Sunday love letters straight from the heart, which I send to my email list every Sunday. I must have been sending them for four or five years now. And each week, I say I send them each week, I try to do them each week, but it doesn't always happen. I try and write about a topic or a conversation or something that I think the ladies on my email list will find interesting, helpful, relevant. Or they can take a little bit of comfort from it. And I wrote this letter at a time when life was particularly tough. I won't go into details because there are people who I would want to protect in this scenario. But it was a really distressing situation. Things got very difficult and very upside down for several weeks. And I really had to dig deep during that time. A lot of us did. It's not about me. And there were things that I learned that I shared within my Sunday Love Letter Straight from the Heart and I got a huge response to it. So I thought I would turn the Sunday Love Letter into a podcast episode so that if you ever wanted to come back to it at a later date, then you're very welcome to and it will be easier for you to find. Also, just to say, if you did want to sign up for my Sunday Love Letter Straight from the Heart, I'll enclose a link into the show notes so that you can do that simply and easily. The other thing that I wanted to say about sending the Sunday love letter straight from the heart was that the response that I received really made me realise a few things. So first of all, it is good to be vulnerable because it allows other people to share and to say things to you that they probably wouldn't necessarily say to anybody else. But it can be quite cathartic for other people as well. I know that sounds odd, but people were sending things to me and sharing things. And I thought, I wonder if you've actually shared this with anyone else. And it wasn't because I was anyone special or that they didn't have people close to them. It was just that it gave them an opportunity to share things which were on their heart. Maybe with somebody they didn't know very well, because I had exactly the same situation with a podcaster who i follow who's taken some time out because he's suffering from stress and anxiety of course i've never met the chap i've listened to his podcast episodes a lot but because he was so vulnerable in sharing about his own struggles then i shared something back with him and i thought oh well, i'm now the person who's in the position of sharing something quite personal with somebody they don't really know just because that gateway has almost been opened for me to be able to do that So it was an interesting observation from both sides of the fence, if you like. Anyway, to crack on with the episode, I've printed out the Sunday love letter. So if you hear me turning pages, that's what it will be. And there's also a couple of quotes that I'm going to read to you as well. I'll start with those, actually. These were quotes that ladies who read my Sunday love letter sent to me and which I thought were really interesting and quite profound as well. So the first one that I'm going to read you goes as follows. And this might be a well-known quote, but I didn't know it. Just when you think things can't get any worse, they get worse. And just when you think things are never going to get better, they get better. And I felt that was so true in this situation. Things just seem to get worse and worse and worse. And then you think, oh, it's always going to be like this. And then things start to get a little bit better. And then from a lady called Jenny, I won't share her full name because she might not want me to, but Jenny, thank you for your really kind words. These meant a lot to me, and I have forwarded them on to some friends of mine as well, who I know have really appreciated them. And this is what Jenny had to say. So, you have bad news, a shock, or any difficult life event. It feels awful that you'll never cope or get through this. But after that initial feeling, you'll find that you gain more information. People will help you. You'll learn coping skills and you'll learn a new normal. Then you find strength and you begin to take what you need from other people who will show up for you. So Beth, if you feel like sharing a little or nothing at all, that's fine. But know that you're not alone. Someone else has been through the same and knows how to help you. And I just thought that was such a lovely thing to say and something that I took great comfort from. And also adding on to that, hopefully we become one of those people Who show up for others as well. And I'm hoping that in recording this podcast, it might just help someone out there who is facing a really difficult situation. And I know from the response that I received, there were lots of ladies going through lots of things which were really, really sad. So, sending lots of love to you. And if you want to get in touch with me, you know where to find me. So, the five things that might help when life is hard. The first thing, and it sounds an obvious thing, is to receive love from others. And this is what I said in my Sunday love letter. I have been lucky enough to have received incredible support and space from my friends and family. On Thursday morning, I ran with my friends pretty much in silence and tears for the first 10 kilometres. I listened to their chatter as they let me know they were there when I was ready to talk. Holding space is so important at times like this. I can't imagine it was a bundle of fun for them, but we got through it, like we always do. Friends from Newcastle to Brighton and everywhere in between have checked in, and my husband and children have been amazing. So whilst hiding under the duvet can seem like an attractive option at times, and at times is probably the right thing to do, input perspective and love from others is key when times are tough. And so I think what I meant by that was, Being open to being surrounded by other people, leaning on other people and taking strength from other people rather than hiding away, which is what we can sometimes want to do when life is difficult. There are, of course, times when that is exactly the right thing to do. And there's not many people I would run 10 kilometers with and cry for that length of time. Not quite sure how I managed it, actually. It must have made breathing quite difficult. But... There are certain people in my life that I can do that with and who I know won't mind and wouldn't mind and completely understood and who I would do that for in return. So receiving love from others, however that looks, I think is a really important thing if you do feel able to do that. The next point was to ask for help. And this is what I wrote. Last year, I worked with a therapist. She was amazing and I loved our sessions together. The thing was, I thought our time together was over, which was great, because it meant progress. The thought of going back felt like a step backwards, but I was wrong. It was a huge step forwards. I shouldn't have let my pride get in the way of that decision for as long as I did. So if there's something that has helped in the past, even if you wanted it to remain in your past, it might be worth reconsidering. And asking for help in a difficult situation is really important. And I think we can often think, oh, I know if I do that, that might help. But then something jumps in and we go, I don't want to bother that person. I'm going to feel vulnerable. This is a step backwards. I should know the answer to that. And I think it's really important to go with our gut instinct on this. And if something pops into our head and we think that's the person I need to go to to ask for help, having had a quick you know, check in with yourself to make sure, then that probably is the right decision. And trying to battle through things on your own, not asking for help, struggling, flailing. As Jenny had said in her incredible message to me, someone else has been through the same and knows how to help you. So do ask for help in difficult situations. And it doesn't always have to be from somebody that you know particularly well. It can be from someone you don't know that well at all sometimes it's easier if you don't know somebody that well maybe there's little elements of your problem that you feel someone can help you with or they will be able to identify with it without having to go into the whole full shebang of what is happening but do ask for help the third thing that I found really helpful was to take control of something and this is what I wrote in my newsletter when something is so out of your control. Having control over something is cathartic. For me, I overhauled my diet. There was nothing particularly wrong with it, but I felt that it could have been better and right now I feel the need to be fighting fit. I'm sure it's a reaction to what is happening, but for now, I'm going to roll with it. Improving my diet has brought me joy. I've spent time researching and learning, which is a great distraction, cooking new recipes, which is calming, and I feel that I'm doing the best that I can for myself and thereby others. So when I talk about control and diet, I think there's a bit of a red flag there for anyone who would think, oh, that's dangerous. And so I'm not talking about going on some crazy strict diet or anything like that or depriving oneself. This is about taking control of something which gives you some joy as well along the way. For me, I mentioned that I was learning and I was cooking and I was experimenting with new things. And if I had a couple of minutes to myself, I could Google something around the topic. It just gave me a focal point and a distraction, something different, something that was mine, I suppose, when everything is swimming around you. I often say when you are in a feel like you're in a washing machine and everything is spinning around you and you can't really grasp hold of anything, then just diving into something new but not desperately challenging that's of interest to you, that brings you solace in other ways can be really positive. And that will look different for different people. It might look like going back to something that you did when you were younger. Maybe you did knitting when you were at school or tapestry or sewing or dancing. Maybe it's taking up something new, a new form of exercise, a hobby. It's that fine balance, isn't it, between thinking, well, I'm not sure I want to take up a new hobby because I might have to be sociable and meet people and pretend everything's fine when it's not. But doing something for yourself that is bringing you a little bit of Joy and shows a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, which then puts you in a better place to help others. It's that whole putting your oxygen mask thing on before putting anyone else's on or filling your own cup up, however you want to look at it, wherever you think it might be doing something like the ironing, it might be cleaning your whole house from top to bottom. I think we all find ways of coping with difficult situations. For some people, I can imagine it is literally cleaning every dusty corner of their home because. It feels like they're in control of something, like their house is nice. And I get that as well, actually. I felt that a little bit. I took a lot and do take a lot of solace in cleaning and having really shiny surfaces because it's just something easy that's there. You can just pick up a cloth, you can squirt some stuff, you can produce something nice at the end of it. You know your house is clean. So all of these might sound a little bit odd, but... Whatever works for you, but definitely taking control of something, having something that's yours, I think is really important in a situation like this, just when nothing else feels like it is in your control. The next thing that I said, so this is point number four, was being open to doing the last thing that you thought you'd want to do. Now, we had tickets to go and see Razorlight, and there was no way that I wanted to go to the Razorlight concert that I'd got tickets for. My husband couldn't come. And so I found a friend to come with me, but it was raining. The prospect of being out late, having listened to loud music in a sweaty venue with lots of people was not top of my list of things to do. But it was absolutely the right thing to do. Because one, I got to see my friend who I hadn't seen for ages and we had a good chat. But taking yourself out of yourself and being immersed in something totally different can sometimes be a good thing. It just meant that I left stuff at home for a while all whilst waiting for the pretty much one and only song that I knew by Razor Light. And the anticipation of that alone acted as a great distraction. So I don't know whether it was about so much as doing something that I didn't really want to do or just removing myself from a setting which felt quite heavy and there was a lot of sadness around it and a lot of negative energy and just plonking myself somewhere totally different. Nobody that I knew, apart from my friend, a buzzy, loud, lively atmosphere. It just was a really good thing to do. And it would have been so easy to have stayed at home and just got rid of the ticket. But I thought, no, I'm going to go. And actually, I was really, really glad that I did. And maybe all of these things that I'm raising are interspersed because... In being open to doing the last thing that I thought I'd want to do, i.e. going to the Razorlight concert, I also received love from others, which is my friend. Did I ask for help? I probably was asking for help. Was I taking control of something? Yes, I was taking control of something. So they're all sort of interlinked and hopefully you will find that helpful. And then the last one was to do something that you enjoy and which challenges you. And this is what I wrote in my Sunday love letter. Okay, so this is an odd one. Why would you challenge yourself further when life is already challenging? Good question. I've decided to build myself a new website. Why? Because my blog and website need consolidating and updating. Because I like doing techie stuff. Because I want to see if I can actually build an entire website. Because it's creative and being creative settles my central nervous system. Because it's a great distraction and something I can think about when I'm not actually sitting in front of it. And then I concluded by saying fundamentally all of the things listed above bring connection, control, distraction, creativity or calmness. So maybe that's something to ponder if ever life is throwing challenges at you and you need a little respite. Now, I'm still in the process of building said website. And in fact, last night I went through and there are 52 things that I still need to do with it, but <laughs> it is in progress. It was never going to be a quick thing and I am actually building it. I may get to the end of building it and decide it's terrible and I need to hand it over to someone else, but who knows? It has been enjoyable. It is enjoyable and it is challenging, not in a way that is crazy beyond me i've worked with lots of different tech platforms and they all have their similarities whether it's click funnels whether it's kajabi i'm building something on squarespace so they all have similarities so it's, it's challenging without driving me absolutely nuts and i know i will be able to get some help with it but it is a little bit of a challenge and it's enjoyable just watching it all come together now at the end of the new newsletter i say No doubt there are a million other things that might help you, from yoga to mindfulness, journaling, meditation, audiobooks, podcasts, different forms of exercise and so on. But if these ideas have helped you in even a tiny way, then I'm happy. So let's just do a quick recap of those five things that might just help when life is tough for you. So the first thing is to receive love from others. Just be open to receiving love. It helps your friends and your family as well. If they feel that they're making a difference, people can feel so unsure of the right thing to do and the right thing to say. So giving them an opportunity to help you actually helps them as well, which again sounds selfish. But if I'm in a situation where I can see a friend or a member of my family struggling, It really does make a big difference to all of us if we're somehow able to hold space for one another and support one another through difficult times rather than isolating one another, which is what can happen. Point number two was to ask for help. Don't be proud to ask for help if you need help. My friend said, whatever you do, just whatever you need, just ask for help. And I'm sure I asked for even just silly things like picking up Odd bits of food, or if there was something that I couldn't quite get my head around logistically, getting one of the kids from somewhere. Take control of something. I do think that's really important. Have something for you, your own little thing that you're focusing on, being open to doing something that you didn't think you'd want to do. So don't cancel your life and put it on hold. See if there are things that you can still go and do, even if you're not sure you really want to. And do something that you enjoy and which challenges you. And ultimately, as I said, all of these things bring about connection, control, distraction, creativity or calmness. So I hope that helps. I really hope that nobody is facing a horribly difficult situation at the moment. But life experience tells me that that probably isn't going to be the case right now. So if you're navigating tricky waters at the moment, I am sending you lots of love. I hope you found this episode helpful, that even if you don't need it right now, you know where it is should you ever need to come back to it if you would like to share it with a friend, that would be amazing. And if you would like to leave a review of the podcast, that would really help me too. So all that's left to say is thank you so much for listening to this episode of A Friend in Your Ear. I hope you've enjoyed it. I will be back soon with more episodes. And until then, I shall send you on your merry way with lots of love. You take care, have a great day and bye for now. This is the place where I say all of the things which I should have said during the podcast episode, but which I forgot. So first of all, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you enjoyed the episode. If there's anything that you would like me to cover in future episodes, please just let me know. If there was anything that I mentioned and that you'd like more details about, whether it's a resource or a code for a product, just take a look in the show notes. I will be sure to have mentioned it there and if you would like to subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified as soon as future episodes are ready then please just hit the subscribe button now thanks so much once again have a super week and i will see you again soon bye for now